self-help, relationship help, business help, and sometimes just no damn help at all. But we're always here to have fun. They call me the game changer and the real deal, but I'm not a cliche. Just call me Casey. Hey, welcome, guys. I'm glad you're here. I'm just sitting here with Stacy Maynard, my producer extraordinaire. She's joining us again today, and we were laughing because she asked me if we put, if I put my, when I put my headphones on, do I look at right or left? on the headphone and I say, of course I do. I look and make sure I put it on the right way because I'm afraid that some police are going (laughs) to come arrest me and take my podcast away. I feel (laughs) like you have to. They're labeled for a reason, but it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. At all. No. So I was going to do something different to, to start today, but I think I'm going to change the topic just because we're talking about the police and, um, one of my favorite songs. I hope you guys know this one, but it goes something like this. The dream police, they live inside of my head. The dream police. I'm not singing. <laughs> but I do love the song. Does love, that count? Yeah, I love Cheap Trick. I love Cheap Trick. Love Cheap Trick. I know every single song. And I'm going to their concert again this um, this coming, I guess it's July. And it's interesting because they're actually, Stacy and I went last year and they were opening for Poison, right? Yes. We didn't know any Poison songs, but we knew all the Cheap Trick songs. And then this year, it was announced that they're opening for Rod Stewart, which is a massive ticket, right? Really expensive. And I looked them up on on uh, Ticketmaster yesterday, and the Rod Stewart resale tickets are going for like $1,000 and stuff. But I only got them to go see Cheap Trick. <laughs> I don't want to see Rod Stewart, no offense. <laughs> So anyway, so what about the dream police? Well, um, I guess the topic really is, are you ever going to make your dream a reality? So that dream that's going in your head every night that you think that you want to do this and you could be perfectly happy if you did it. And it's um, exciting to think about the possibility. And then you wake up and um, you don't do anything about it. Well, that takes effort and action. Takes Come effort. on. When I can't fulfill my <laughs> dreams from laying in bed and watching Netflix. Right. Come exactly. on. So, so the whole, you know, it, it's really about thinking, first of all, what I like to tell people when we're talking about this topic is, is it real or is it just that dream police piece? Is it, is it just something you think that is, it's a great idea and that's what you'd really want to do? Or when it comes down to reality, is it truly what you really want to do? Well, it's also people have the, I want to want to. Right. So I have a dream of doing something, but no, you don't have a dream of doing something. You have a dream to have the dream of doing it. Right. Exactly. So most people, what they think about, this is what you learn a lot when you're talking to coaches and mentors and gurus. They say, imagine yourself actually in the position, right? Imagine you're already there, right? Make sure that your mindset is that you're already there, which I get and I completely understand. But, you know, and people go, okay, I can I can think of that. And then, you know, we normally teach backwards. What are the steps involved, right, to get there and you break it down. But I want to go backwards a little bit and go, do you really want to be there, right? Do you really want to be there? Because, for example, a lot of people say, you know, I would be, really happy. If you're a coach listening to this, I'd be really happy if I had, you know, five clients a day and I was, and I, my schedule was full and I was making a difference and I'm making a lot of money, then I would be really happy. And now you think five clients a day, 
Do you know how exhausting that is? <laughs> Five a day, right? Well, I think you have to be careful what you want and right. do you really want it and have you actually done it yet? Exactly. Because I think the reality of what you think it's going to be like is, is going to be very different. Exactly. And that's really what why I think sometimes when we, we dream about something, oh, this would make me happy, you don't really give yourself enough opportunity to, to truly say, okay, let me dig down what does a day in the life of this person look like? So a lot of the times we're told, find a mentor, right? Follow them around and, and learn what they, they do so that you'll be able to do it. Don't be creepy, though. No, no stalking. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I like, unlike us, who we stalk a lot of people. Okay. <laughs> but we do it in a fun way. We do. <laughs> so, I mean, the, the key is not to just learn what they do, but the key is find somebody who's doing it spend a day in their shadow and learn if you actually would enjoy doing it. <clears throat> because sometimes, you know, when you see the reality of it, you're like, well, you know, it's not quite as glamorous as I thought it would be, right? Well, I think when you see it, you don't realize the work that goes in to get it. Right. But you also don't see them at the end of the day. Are they exhausted from coaching five right. people that day? Uh, how much prep work do they have to do for those five clients, et cetera, et cetera? That's the piece you don't see. Exactly. All you see is they show up and they're pretty mm -hmm. and they do the coaching and they continue and they inspire people. And then they tell you how inspiring they are and how awesome they feel when they exactly. help people through. <laughs> and then they're exhausted and have a, grab a glass of wine and <laughs> watch Netflix. <laughs> so, But it's true. I mean, I remember when I was in corporate and before I got the big job. So I was running um, Canada for seven years for uh, multinational. And I always thought, oh, wouldn't it be great to run international? Wouldn't it be great? Wouldn't it be great? And then I got the job. Oh. And then... <laughs> Yay. <laughs> and it was, did I make a difference? Absolutely. Did I did I change people's lives? Absolutely. Did I promote people and give them a different lifestyle? And did I bring money to the company? Sure. But I literally was on a plane every single week and I spent, you know, a week a month in Europe, a week a month in Japan or Asia, a week a month in the US, and then I would come home. So I was really home on the weekends and I had two little kids. And all of a sudden, this glamorous, oh, wouldn't it be great to run international, when you actually took down how many hours you spent in the week, I think I made like, you know, 12 cents an hour or something, right? <laughs> so it was very lucrative. Very <laughs> lucrative. And you miss a lot, right? You miss everything that was at home. So I'm not saying that it wasn't a great job because it absolutely was and it, it taught me a lot. But I think the what I perceived that my dream job to be was not it at all. What about you? Have you done anything that you were like, oh, I can't wait to get there. And then you got there and you're like, I jumped through burning hoops for this. <laughs> well, I'm kind of in the same boat. I remember starting my corporate job and um, moved up a couple of positions and that next position involved some travel. And I was thinking, yay, here I've made it. I get to go on an airplane. <laughs> I get to stay in hotels. <laughs> I get to eat takeout and room service. And I thought that was the glamorous part of the job. And I remember the first time I traveled, I started to eat takeout, I started to eat in hotels, <laughs> I started to sleep in hotels, and I went, okay, first of all, um, exactly what you said, my three hours that I'm actually <laughs> going to be working in this five-day trip, yeah. um, if you take all of the hours, and when I'm sitting in the hotel room at night, and that was probably before Netflix, if yeah. I'm going to age myself, yeah. and I'm flipping through the channels on the TV, 
I'm missing my home. I'm yeah. missing my cat. <laughs> At that point, I wasn't married or had kids. And I'm flipping through the tables and going, this is not glamorous. No. Whoever sold the concept of sitting in a hotel room by yourself as glamorous was exactly. very, very wrong. Yeah. And it's that, and not. That, and that's why I want to talk about that because I want people to understand the reality of a job. Don't get me wrong. You, you know, you usually, as I said, get paid really well. The problem is when you actually def- divide your pay by the hours spent, you don't really get paid very well, right? So um, so when I was doing this and my husband was working a sales job and he was working 10 to 3 and he'd take the kids to school and pick them up and he'd spend all night with them, yeah, his he was making really, truly more money um, at the end of the day because he got to spend his time with his kids and his family. And um, so sometimes you really have to think about that. And I remember when I was, I, I, um, I'm in Toronto, so I traveled via Air Canada. And I got to the airport once and um, the girl, the clerk, the Air Canada clerk looked at me and she looked at my card and she goes, wow, I've never met a female super elite, which is the highest in terms of travel that you've ever really? had. Yeah, and then I and and I looked at her and I said, "Oh, isn't that embarrassing? Like that to me means that I don't do anything else but travel, right?" And yeah. that was the catalyst for me. When she said that to me, that's what in my brain was like, "Oh, hang on a second. That's not something I'm proud of, right? Not something I'm proud of that I'm always on a plane." And I can still remember eventually I did this for 6 years, the international job, I think. And I was exhausted, obviously. And I, as I said, I had little kids. And I remember I was with my training manager, and we landed in Narita Airport in Japan. And I looked over at Bob, and I said, I can't do this again, Bob. This is my last trip here. And he just looked at me. He felt the same way. He goes, me neither. And uh, that was it. And when I went back, and you know, that was when I wanted to take a sabbatical and, and step back and go, you know what, I can't do this anymore. But I think the key in understanding all of that is really simple you need to make sure that what you think is your dream is actually your dream. So how do we do that? How do we do that? Tell me, Faye, how do we do that? (laughs) I love my producer. (laughs) I'm here to receive knowledge and wisdom. So I think number one is is real key. So when you're, you know, your best ideas come right when you're sleeping and sometimes you have to interpret what you're, what you're really thinking. Or the shower. (laughs) Or the shower. (laughs) So number one is write them down, right? Number two is find somebody that actually does it and follow them and look because you know what you see on Instagram and Facebook or fake book as I like to call it is not the reality. You only see the glamorous stuff. It's like when you, when you, if you go to my Instagram today, for example, and I don't know when you're listening to this, but today you'll see a picture of me doing a podcast and it's all happy and light and pretty, which is, it's a lot of fun, right? But we don't look great and smile all the time. <laughs> no, I think we do. I disagree. <laughs> That's true. That's true. <laughs> but it's Sorry. also, I mean, you've said this before, the highlight reel. Yeah. So you're not seeing them. And what I learned was if you actually reached out to somebody and said, you know what, I'm thinking of doing what you're doing. And I've right. had students uh, contact me yep. over LinkedIn and other social media platforms saying, can I just talk to you? I'm thinking about doing what you're doing. And I would just like to yeah. hear from the person who's actually doing it. Almost everybody I know who had actually, they would take that time. Yeah. So if you are interested in Absolutely. doing something, reach out to somebody Absolutely. who already does it. Absolutely. that's And, you know, a lot of people, I, I teach speaking, a lot of people see me on stage and they ask the same thing. Oh, I wish I could be a speaker like you. And I said, you know, it's great. I love to speak. I truly do. 
but it's exhausting. And when you speak a full keynote and you're talking to, you know, a thousand people in a room, and even if you're only talking to them for an hour, you're exhausted for two days because you've put so much energy out there and you've put everything into that to make sure you connect with people. So you have to be able to live with that type of lifestyle if you want to do it. So I guess the key takeaway is before you really truly commit to moving forward and learning how to make your dream a reality is you need to make sure that it truly is your dream <laughs> and you want it to be a reality. So And you're willing to live within the reality. Absolutely. So the 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 biggest thing I can teach you as you're listening is simply again find somebody who's doing it but ask them the truth. Just say, okay, I don't want to hear the glamour side because I understand what you love to do. But tell me the challenges and what your day looks like so that I understand what I'm getting into. You know, I always tell people I, I owned a bricks and mortar business and when people um, want to start it, uh, start a bricks and mortar business, I always say, you know, understand you have to have an employees. <laughs> you have to look after, you know, rent. You have to make sure that, you know, everything is working order. It's tough, right? It's tough to own your own business. So, I like to tell people the real scary part of it um, so that they understand that the worst case scenario when you get into a business, because let's face it, everyone thinks that their, their you know, ideal life and business is going to be, you know, rainbows and lollipops. Right? <laughs> Floating on marshmallows. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, so that's your takeaway and your homework for today, guys. Um, I think it is really, truly find out what your dream is in reality. Find somebody who's doing it. And then if you realize that that's not what it's all about, that's okay. Move to plan B and find out what the next thing is that you would really, really want to focus on. Thanks for tuning in today. Go to callmekz.com and let me know what you want me to talk about or rant about or anything that's on your mind, and I will be sure to get to it. So don't forget to subscribe, and I'll talk to you soon.